everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which, when we're not in a horrible, awful global pandemic, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. I am so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Megan McKee from the sketch group Broad-Minded. Megan, thank you so much for being on the show again. Oh, thanks for having me. All right, so Megan, we have some new updates in the GOP's ongoing war on voting. Their attempts to make it hard for certain people to vote, and by certain people, I mean Democrats, and specifically Democrats of color. So during the height of the pandemic, which has been going on way, way too long, uh, (laughs) lots of voters in Wisconsin voted absentee by mail. Here in Milwaukee specifically, and other places around the state, there were ballot drop boxes at public libraries. Voting was easy. Voting was safe. And because of that, Republicans hated it. They hated it. Safe and easy voting for all. That is not the American way. So much so, a conservative group called the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, or WILL, sued. Mm. (laughs) Because that's what Republicans like to do. They like to force their will on others. So WILL sued, right? And in January, a judge in Waukesha, because of course it's Waukesha, (laughs) ruled against the ballot, ballot drop boxes and ruled that voters must actually return their absentee ballots solely themselves, either by mail or return them by themselves to the clerk's office, which leads us to this last week, where the case is being argued and appealed in the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Will's president, Rick Essenberg, was asked by some of the justices, so say, could my spouse take my completed ballot and drop it in the mailbox outside our house? Will's response, no, that's illegal. Will was asked, could I maybe take my toddler to a mailbox that under my supervision have my toddler drop it into the mailbox. Will's response, no. Teaching your child the importance of voting might be adorable, but it's illegal. Will was asked, can a paralyzed person, someone who physically cannot move their arms, surely, surely they can have someone drop their ballot into the mail for them. Will's response, no. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> just so you know, it's totally legal to have someone assist you in filling out your ballot. That's legal, but according yep. to Will, after filling it out, that paralyzed person would be shit out of luck. So, it's, yeah. like, it's really not often Republicans surprise me, Megan, and I'll admit, I'll admit it actively arguing against the rights of disabled people to vote, I did not see that level of evil coming this week. Megan, what's your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm really disappointed, although maybe for a different reason. Hmm. See, I I think they're just not going far enough in how they're disenfranchising people. I think (laughs) they could be much more creative. Like, if that's their goal, like, what if you really went for it? Like, Hmm. I'm thinking, what if for every new voter, we haze them, like in some (laughs) fraternities? Or um, what if we made it like a game? So it was kind of like every time, you know, poll locations changed for the last few elections for a lot of folks. I was working the polls. Lots of people come to the wrong place. What if we always made it a random poll location (laughs) and you had to go find it out? Um, Or, you know... Right now, we have a witness for every ballot. Like, I do think that's ironic, right? Mm -hmm. You do need to have someone help you with the ballot, but then you can't afterward. What if we made your witness have a witness? Like, you know, (laughs) two for one. Um, And, you know, if none of that works, why don't they just go for the old tried and true? Like, pull taxes and paper bag tests. Like, if we're going to be racist (laughs) and classist and and so forth, let's just do it full out. Like, don't waste our time with these little little ways of disenfranchising. Um, Yeah, go 
big or go home. And for some <laughs> people's cases, you know, people are going to stay at home and be stuck at home because the sad truth is, uh, you know, not everybody has the same abilities. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly the path we're going on is just saying too bad. Yeah. No, it's, it's so wild, too, because like, honestly, all right. This is sort of the logical extension of what they've been doing, right? It's like okay, they're so right. focused on making it hard for, you know, disenfranchised uh, of, of making it hard for people to vote, especially everyone, everyone, but even especially people who may not have IDs, people who may, yes. Uh, but so this is, but again, like people that move a lot. There yeah. are a lot of people who, most of the people who, um, their polling site changed, like. Yes, there were some people where the boundaries changed, but there were also plenty of people that just had to re-register because they tend to move a lot. And that's going to, you know, that's not a homeowner like me, right? right. Yeah, who, who moves a lot? Poor people, right? right? But but still, it's just like, again, like they, if you sort of like start down this path, you have to keep going. But like, I don't know the demographics of disabled voters like red versus blue, but there has to be some disabled Republican voters, right? It's like, oh, are you, you, you're just totally just going to let them, oh, yeah, you, I guess we'll just have it a wash. Both Democrat and Republican voters are not going to be able to vote because of these Clowns. Yeah, isn't that sweet? I guess they're being um, they're being equal in their disdain for all voters. It's not <laughs> just Republicans or Democrats. Um, honestly, is it maybe the case that just uh, the party has so few individuals <laughs> of <laughs> lots of different walks of life within their their industry? Um, the, the reality is like. If you regularly interact with people of all different backgrounds, you notice this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, how are these reps really representing anybody? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so Megan, another aspect of the podcast is actually a discussion of the art of comedy. Um, you're one of the members of the hysterical sketch group Broad Minded. Uh, you're also uh, the uh, the executive director of Exfabula. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what I was trying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how has comedy and COVID been treating you lately? Like, what's what's been going on with you personally? as far as comedy? Well, uh, in some ways, in in both, you know, comedy and my day job, we have been slowly shifting back to in-person events, Mm -hmm. still with lower capacity, um, still with more spacing between crowds, but I think people really miss it. Yeah. Um, It's actually actually funny, though, because, you know, you think about how – people people yearn for these things there's still a lot of barriers though so you know we're still also doing some programming online uh because there's there's just because some people are comfortable with it there are plenty of people that aren't people with you know immune who are immune compromised and so forth but for those of us that have been able to gather in person it has been like a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. um in fact uh later this month i'll be in uh an improv 22 thing put on by Schmitz and Giggles. So um, up to now, most of the stuff I've been in has been virtual, but uh, yeah, I'm, we're going to find out if I know how to interact with people again. <laughs> uh, well, if you people want to interact and see where you're at, where can people find out about uh, your shows and all the awesome stuff that you do? You know, I would say go to broadmindedcomedy.com and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, we promise we won't spam you because we don't have energy to send it out very often. But <laughs> we tend to send stuff out there and let folks know what we're doing. We'll also be teaching a sketch writing class next month in May. So, you know, as things come our way, we won't commit to a full show because uh, then we might inspire another variant. It feels <laughs> like that's what's happening. But, uh, yeah, broadmindedcomedy.com. <laughs> the, the broad variants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. See, there's the thing. We're going to go through all of the Greek letters and they're going to start probably naming uh, after female comedy groups, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Megan, for what you're doing, and thanks for being on the show again. Oh, yeah, lovely to be here. 
right, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 45 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe. We ever listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.